Hello and welcome to One Thing Queer. My name is Jenny Baton and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm Kelsey Wren and my pronouns are she, her. Hi, friends. Hello. We have a special guest. We do. Who is it? <laughs> he is one of my little brother's best friends. Me. And I've been in his journey for the past three years since coming out. And I'm just so honored that he's here today. Please welcome Adrian. Yee. Hello. Hello, everybody. <laughs> my name is Adrian. Oh, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> thank you thank you finally i get the recognition thank you hello 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 i just want to thank the academy i'm just kidding will smith okay, please don't will get smith. me right i was like please don't get me just kidding hi everybody my name is adrian velasquez and my pronouns are he and him welcome welcome thank you thank you guys for having me honestly i'm so excited to finally do this i know me too yeah. and it was your birthday yesterday you're my fellow aries yes. brother so happy yes. birthday happy birthday Ooh. finally 25 Ooh. thank you, thank you. <laughs> how does it feel to be in your mid-20s oh gosh yesterday <laughs> as i was brushing my hair i seen a long white hair in my head i was like oh it's happening fast it's already going was it longer than the rest of <laughs> it was long i really? I got it and pulled it out and it was so long and I was like, oh wow. <laughs> Doesn't it get like a different texture? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Mine mine are I have like a million. Yeah, same. <laughs> I, I that was like my first one. I was like, what is happening? Oh, you've already mid twenties and here we go. Mine you've started entered. then too though. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You've entered the void. <laughs> yeah, I'm like either I'm gonna be a silver fox or I'm gonna start dying. I'm gonna start dying my hair black. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Yesterday was my birthday and it was so great. I just uh got a lot of great messages from everybody and uh mm. had dinner and it was it was a great day and mm. I loved it. Mm. I'm so happy that you're here and thank you for taking the time on your birthday course. week. Yeah. I heard you're gonna go rage it up. Yes. This weekend. I am, <laughs> I am gonna rage it up. It's <laughs> gonna be a good time with just family and friends. So. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great. So yeah, we really just wanted to have you on so that you can kind of just talk about your queer experience and what it's been like since coming out and maybe like kind of where it all started. Maybe you could start from like when you first realized that you were queer. Oh gosh, I hope your listeners have their popcorn and drinks <laughs> ready because this is going to be a long journey. But, um, let's see, to start from the beginning of this long journey that I call life, um, I want to say it really all started in elementary I feel like I was always different and not nothing special. Like, oh my gosh, like he's this great, smart, brilliant, smart. <laughs> no, like I felt like it was in an emotional and mental state. Mm -hmm. um, when I was little, I remember everybody would always, you'd always see in movies and people telling you like, you know, boys like girls and girls like boys. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, like, you know, I kind of get that. And then my parents would always tell me like, yeah, you're going to, you're going to meet a girl and have a nice family and X, Y, and Z. And I'm like, okay, um, but this is weird. Like, why is it the way that I'm supposed to see girls? I see my fellow male classmates like mm -hmm. that. And this is elementary. Like, you know, like you, you get little crushes and stuff like yeah. that. And I kind of felt like that. And I was like, hmm, they, I don't, I don't know. About that that's kind of weird because when you're little i feel like back then there wasn't a lot of representation oh no mm -hmm. yeah so i'm kind of confused and i'm like huh like every way they tell me i'm supposed to like 
my female classmates, I'm not feeling that. And I'm feeling that towards male classmates. Mm -hmm. You know, little crushes, things like that. And then I'm, you know, but I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know what this is, but a, you know, whatever. It's maybe just a phase. And uh, I go through elementary all the way to sixth grade and still... I still have these feelings for my male classmates like that. I'm like developing little crushes, you know, like looking at them. And I'm like, mm, like, you know, and I'm kind of like, this is weird. But then, you know, as time goes on, uh, boys begin to develop these unfiltered like mouths and start saying little comments like that. And they start you start learning more about outside of the norm and you start seeing more R-rated movies and stuff like that. And yeah. um, you start learning of what gay is and i feel like i started to self-identify as that a little bit i or I at least thought like that to myself yeah and then i would just hear my classmates like in middle school that's so gay i would uh, don't don't do like oh like why would they do that and like that's so weird mm-hmm. and i kind of like shut me out i was yeah. like oh i don't want to lose my friends and like i just hear negative connotation to the word gay yeah so i'm thinking oh i, I don't want that i don't want that um we did have one classmate who was openly gay and it was just negative things over and mm. over and over. And now I'm in middle school and these feelings that I have towards guys or, you know, fellow male classmates is not going away. But I just keep hearing bad things about this kid. And I'm and again, we're like 13, 14. I'm like, oh, gosh, like, I don't want that. I don't want to lose my friends. And I hung out with a lot of like i guess you would say masculine guys and it's and now i see it as not no longer masculine more toxic Mm -hmm. but at the time it was a lot of like athletes jocks whatever it may be i'm into sports i love sports and it was just being gay was like a no-no in sports back then and they were just constantly like saying negative things about him and i was like i don't want to lose my friends because i feel like if i came out as gay i'm not gonna have these friends no more and you know Later on, then you start seeing, like, you know, people who are um, part of the LGBTQ community on TV. And then you you're, you hear your dad or your mom, you know, <laughs> or they say something like they don't mean, but it's still kind of it's kind of negative. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't I don't want that here at the house either. Yeah. So I never came out and I was just like, OK, this is just a phase. It's going to go away. I try like I was in middle school trying to have a girlfriend and like. You know, honestly, it would it lasted like a week, and I was like, "Oh, that's just it's just middle school, whatever." Yeah. Um, and I'm still going through this whole journey. Elementary, middle school, I still had feelings for guys, but I put it away because I was like, "Yeah, it's just a phase." You know, I I had heard the I had heard that once before, and I was like, "Okay, maybe it's just a phase." I don't want to go through this whole thing of me saying I like guys, and then I'm at the backtrack. Mm-hmm. So here comes high school. You know, uh, people begin to get into more serious things like relationships, sexuality. I mean, everybody's like a hyper sex beast in high school. (laughs) Everywhere. Um, But I feel like in high school, you start to see your friends start having these relationships. All my friends are having these heteronormative relationships with girls. And I'm supposed to do that. And I feel like people are very still in high school. It's, you know, you're still closed minded. You don't have any experience like how it is in college or in the real world out there where you have more exposure to more people. So everybody's still in this mindset of like, oh, gosh, like uh you know you know he could be gay but like just not around me Mm -hmm. and uh i go to high school and there's there's more students who are more open and um 
they're open with their sexuality and they self-identify as gay. Mm-hmm. But and you know, at high school, everybody's accepted them. But when it comes to like the athletes, like the football team, yeah, they're like, uh, yeah, like that's cool. He does that, but like you know, he's he as long as he's doing that, like with the girls, and like, he's not around us. Mm-hmm. And again, I love sports. I played football, and again, negative things everywhere. And I was like, I don't want that, especially because you know, you go to the locker room, you got to change. And I was like, man, like if I come out as gay people are not going to want to change around me no more they're not going to want me on the team they're not going to want me because so, i mean football is football is, i think is a gay sport it, yeah, there's a lot it's of hella gay. yes there's a lot of, yeah there's a lot of uh contact mm-hmm. and um again if i <laughs> a lot of butt pads right right there's a lot of touching um but at the same time i didn't want to be excluded and it sucks because i at the time wanted to please everybody but myself Mm -hmm. and again i'm in high school and i still have these feelings for guys i'm like what is going on this phase is like 12 13 years already (laughs) like what is going on like maybe i just need to have heteronormative relationships and take them serious and uh i'll get over this phase so again i try and nothing they don't last more than like a month or a week and uh there's not a lot of emotional involvement and i'm thinking oh well you know what like i I'm told I'm supposed to like girls, so maybe I could like girls and boys. Mm-hmm. So as you know, the ending of my high school time comes and I'm getting ready for college, uh, I think I'm ready to accept that I do like guys, but I still need to like girls. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to come out as bisexual. So, you know, I already go through high school. I still have feelings for guys. I didn't come out because I was trying to please everybody. From finally in college, like, I finally muster up the courage to finally be me. Because you go to college and you get the exposure of so many people. Mm-hmm. And I go to college and I'm like, wow, people really just don't care. Mm-hmm. They don't care and they want to just be themselves. And I'm like, I want that for myself. I constantly put this feeling away of liking boys because i didn't want to lose my friends i heard negative jokes about the gay community i didn't want to disappoint my parents i did not want to get outcasted by my dad and the whole time i was just like no don't want to lose love in the home didn't want to lose love from friends but then finally in college i was just so fed up with it i was like i want to be happy but I'm still holding myself back a little bit because I'm thinking, well, I don't want to come out as gay because I've never had a relationship with a guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm afraid that I'm going to have one. I'm not going to like it. And if I already open out that I'm gay, I'm going to have to backtrack. And then mm-hmm. people are going to be like, well, see, you don't even know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It's just a phase. It's not a thing. Mm-hmm. So I decide, you know what? Like, I'm going to still try to have heteronormal relationships. But I want to still be accepted that I do like guys. So I come out to one of my friends that I'm buying. My gosh, that was the hardest thing ever to do. I was choking up. I was crying. I did not know what to say. Uh, But finally, I told him, I was like, you know, I'm bi. And he was like, oh, okay. And I was like, wow, that was very (laughs) anticlimactic. But I was like, oh, maybe I didn't give my friends a chance, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So then I, I continue. And then it's like a trickle effect. I started telling all my other friends that I'm bi. And they're like, okay, no, yeah, yeah, that's so cool. Like, you know, we're happy for you. And then I tell your brother, oh my gosh, <laughs> I was, I was so, I don't know why with your brother, I was like, oh gosh, like I'm gonna tell him, and he's gonna, I don't know, I, I don't know, because we didn't have any friends like that. We didn't yeah. have nobody who was, who was an LGBTQ um, community, 
um so and it was before i came out yeah yeah so there's oh that was like i was so nervous and i you know i told your brother i was like let's can we go for like a walk and this is like at 11 o'clock at night <laughs> yeah <laughs> and we're walking through like downtown ontario and you know we're just talking and i just kind of tell him like you know um i feel like i've kind of had like this secret and like i told some of some of our other friends um about it and i just didn't want to tell you first because i was afraid you would judge me um and i'm and at the time i'm still getting closer to your brother we're not as close we weren't as close as we are now like i had just met your brother like senior year so we're still kind of like growing our, our friendship and yeah i'm just like yeah you know um oh gosh i don't really know how to tell you i'm like just i'm beating around the bush for like a good 20 minutes <laughs> and i'm just like yeah you know what like i finally muster up the courage and i'm like i'm bisexual and he's like oh okay and i was like <laughs> hmm i was like that's i was like that's not how they showed in the movie like, this is this big old dramatic scene but no he he accepted me with open arms and it was great to have friends that supported me and i was like man like i wish i would have done this sooner yeah um but again i'm still holding back because i said bisexual and at the time i was like because i don't want to backtrack and i'm afraid and I, I i feel like i i can make it work with a with a female partner mm -hmm. so i again i'm in college i'm bisexual so i'm getting there i got mm -hmm. a foot in the door mm -hmm. um and i i i say that for myself because I, I don't want nobody to think like oh like well he's saying if you're bisexual you have it no 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 this is just for me at the time this was my understanding because at the time i didn't have a lot of knowledge mm -hmm. on the topic i mean you don't there's not a lot of representation there yeah. isn't yeah and at the especially time, for for like people like you yeah. like a cis man that like you know like yes. th that is very like you present yourself very masculine because of your surroundings or that's how you presented yourself yes because i feel like i yeah we'll get to that part yeah. about the stereotypes <laughs> uh, um, yeah so i at the time i understood bisexuality as liking both genders um and it was it was just something that was a safe option for me mm -hmm. because if I came out as gay, I was all in. And that meant like I, there was no way I was going to be able to please my family with having a female partner and having a family. And I still wanted that chance mm -hmm. as long as at least it was accepted or known that I liked guys. too. Mm -hmm. So again, I try and I think I had like, like just on and off relationships. They did not last more than a month. And I'm thinking, what is going on? Is it me? I'm getting bored, but why? Why is there not emotional investment? Why am I not there? Um, Jen and I were talking about it, how these relationships look good on paper. Mm -hmm. Something's not adding up, though. I'm not feeling invested. I'm not feeling so happy. What What's going on? Yeah. So uh, eventually, I think I start pondering to myself. and I'm thinking, like, what is going on? What is it until somebody... You know, I talked about it with somebody. I talked about this with somebody. And I think they kind of knew. And they just didn't want to say it. But I could feel it. I could read the room. And I was kind of just had like a self, like a, oh gosh, like a realization. Like, is it because I'm gay? Hmm. I've never had a male relationship before. A male-male relationship. And yet, why do I keep envisioning myself being the happiest like that? Oh my god, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> and I'm like, I know that I continue to see myself with a man in my in my future, 
being happy with a man and kids and like no matter how great these these girls are i don't see it it's not happening Mm -hmm. um eventually i go into another relationship and that one was longer um but still there's nothing there Mm -hmm. i forced i try to make it happen i forced myself to try to make it happen you were trying to make it work i remember when you were in that relationship and you would like ask for my advice yeah yeah and it's so sad because i think i i lost so many years of my life trying to make others happy instead of myself Mm -hmm. and i was already maybe like 19 or 20 i'm sorry 20 21 something like that yeah and i'm already like man like i i can't make this work it's it's not them i'm finding excuses am i toxic that maybe i thought i was thinking i'm toxic mm-hmm. i i have all these relationships these heteronormative relationships they're not lasting more than a month and now i finally have one that's a little longer um and there's there's nothing wrong with this person but yet i'm just not feeling it mm-hmm. i'm not happy what is going on i'm i've come out as bisexual i've had um friends accept me and at the time not no not my family didn't know i was bisexual so it's just my friends mm-hmm. small group of friends you know i guess i was kind of testing it out first and i'm like this isn't working this is not working um i i i think it's finally come to me that uh no matter how hard i try to force it it's not who i am mm-hmm. people have this debate or it's i think it's ridiculous where they say are you born gay or do you become gay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I truly believe I was born gay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, like, because this is something I've been having since I was a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, this isn't working. It's not who I am. It's not. I, I need to, to just finally accept it. I know it's scary. I know it is because I'm afraid that now if I come out as gay, things could change. They may have accepted me as bisexual, but that's, and I think sometimes well i'm bisexual so i still share a common trait with these these um Mm. friends of mine because Mm -hmm. i still like girls but now i'm I'm jumping a whole other thing Mm -hmm. um and it's scary but i think i was like man i need to be happy i'm Mm -hmm. 21 22 um and i need to be happy i'm tired of constantly trying to make everybody else happy i'm tired of wasting these people's time that i was getting relationships with and i just need to finally face the music so i ended that and i it sucked because i told myself if i don't end this relationship i'm gonna be like 40 years old with a family and then i'm gonna come out as gay <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a whole mess and i was like mm-hmm. and that i don't want to waste 40 years of my life and not be happy mm-hmm. so i know that ended and i because because i could i continued to envision my future with a man mm-hmm. and having kids yeah. and having family and i was like i want that I was like, I've never had a relationship with a man before, and yet I want it. Yeah. And I'm like, this is me. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is me. <laughs> so I finally decide that it's just, it's going to have, my next relationship is going to have to be with a man. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I I go out there and I put myself out there and I do it. And oh my gosh, I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. And I have never, I was never that happy in my life. Mm-hmm. And I still kept it a secret to my family and some of my friends. But I just knew already. I was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. I am gay. I'm not mm-hmm. bisexual. 
I am gay. That is who I am. Uh, you felt love for the first time. Yes. My heart could not stop pounding so fast mm-hmm. every time. I was the happiest, like, you know, smile from ear to ear. Mm-hmm. Uh, the future that I envisioned for me, for myself, was coming true. Yeah. And I was so starstruck in this. It was not a month relationship. It was it was for a while. And I was super happy. And I was invested. And I was there. And I was living this moment. And mm. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is it. This is what people were talking about. <laughs> right. You know, I was like this. Yeah. And then I was ready. I was like, you know what? I know now. I'm not bisexual. I'm gay. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going back to my friends. I'm telling them, you know what? Like, you know, I know I told you guys I was bisexual, mm-hmm. um, but I can confidently tell you guys that I'm gay. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, my gosh. Like, OK, like, you know, that's so good. Like, you know, like, thank you, you know, like for like feeling confident enough to tell us that. And I'm like, yeah, like I'm gay. And then I told your brother that mm-hmm. I was like, I'm gay. Like, I'm gay. And he was like, oh, yeah. Like, you know, oh, gosh. Yeah. Hyping you up. He's this 6'2", like, teddy bear. And I, you know, he welcomed me with open arms. <laughs> it was so great. And I was like, yes. And now I had the next toughest part, though. As much as it was great to celebrate that I was finally open gay, openly gay and my friends had accepted me, now I had to come to my family. Mm-hmm. And oh my gosh, um, my mom always knew, never said nothing. I think you and I were talking about yeah. it. Kelsey, <laughs> they know. They were like, huh, thanks for not telling me. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And I finally, you know, I never really had the talk with my family. But I think uh, one day my dad seen a f- photograph of me and my partner at the time. And... um he was like calling my mom telling me and i was i remember i actually remember because i was with your brother Mm -hmm. we were in class and um i get a text message from my sister and my mom they're like oh dad saw this photo of you and you know and with this person and uh he wants to know like what's going on like what's up with that and like he was sounded upset and he said he's gonna come home early from work and i was nervous and i my heart sank in class. Mm-hmm. I was so sad. I was so scared. And I told your brother, I was like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I think I'm going to get kicked out or something like that. And I was done with school. I came home right away. I was so nervous. I was scared for my dad to come home. And I was crying to my mom. I was like, mom, like, my dad saw this photo. And she's like, yeah, like, no, it's okay. Like, nothing's going to happen to you. I'm not going to let nothing happen. And I was crying. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I'm going to get kicked out or something like that. Because you... You hear about these stories, mm-hmm. and it's sad. It sucks, um, and I didn't want that for myself. And I was like, just constantly. I was like, what was once happiness and like excitement became fear, mm-hmm. and that. And I hate that. It should never be like that. Mm-hmm. But it was. Yeah. It was for me. And um, my dad came home, but he didn't say nothing. He just, you know, went to his room, and I was okay. My mom seen it. And I talked to my mom. I was like, what's going on? She's like, no, it's okay. I kind of always knew. I kind of figured. I didn't say nothing, though. Wanted you to tell me. But you're okay. Nothing's going to happen. Me and my dad never had that talk. You know, nothing never, nothing ever happened after that. Mm-hmm. My sister, eventually, she was like, you know, like, if that's who you are, like, that's who you are. There's nothing we can change about that. And I'm happy for you, whatever it is. So I was like, okay. Yeah. 
But again, you know, my dad, nothing. I didn't hear a word. didn't have no discussion. So my mom and sister know now. And then time goes on. Our relationship is still together. And I'm like, gosh, I think a wedding. Well, my cousin was having a wedding. And uh, talk about stealing the spotlight. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as an Aries. (laughs) No surprise there. So at the time, all my friends, like my old friends know that I'm gay. Anybody who I newly become friends with, I've introduced myself or told them that I'm gay. With my partner, my mom knows, my sister knows. I have three younger brothers. They didn't quite understand the concept, but they just knew I was always around this person. And they loved him, so mm-hmm. yeah, it was not that was not a hard chance. And they're little too, so you yeah. know their minds are like sponges. They're not gonna be closed minded or nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, if anything, they're more open minded, right? <laughs> and the, but then there's still my dad. I nothing, and then they're like, oh yeah, you can bring like a pro- plus one. I was like, <laughs> am I gonna do this? Yes, am I gonna bring my partner <laughs> to my cousin's wedding mm-hmm. because then now these people are gonna think. This is my family all going there. And who is this? Why are they holding hands? Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? This is going to be scary. But I have my mom's support. My mom has been my backbone, my number one supporter. Yay, mom. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, this is, I just need her approval. I was like, you know, my dad, he and I will, you know, we'll have, we'll hash things out. You know, either way, at the end of the day, we'll see what goes from there. Yeah. And, um, I go to this wedding with my partner. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, you know, they have the whole situation where, you know, the they're up there getting married and, you know, everything ends. And after that, everybody's free to mingle. And then I'm going up to all my cousins and uncles. <laughs> they're like, hey, Adrian, how are you? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing good. Thank you. You know, oh, by the way, this is my partner. I and love it. And every and like again stealing the spotlight. Oh my gosh, it's not even my day. Everybody was so accepting, Mm -hmm. and I was like, oh gosh, like I why am I why did I think so negative? But Mm -hmm. it's because I feel like you just hear like again you hear about these stories and it's unfortunate. And uh, sometimes you hear the way people talking, they think, and you're like, they wouldn't accept it. Mm Um, but no, um, I feel like as time goes on, people begin to become open-minded. I think times are changing and mm-hmm. we're starting to get representation. We're starting to hear more acceptance little by little. And I don't know, they just, they accepted me with open arms and it was so great. And um, gosh, it was like this weight was lifted mm-hmm. off my shoulders. <laughs> and this is like, again, like three years ago, I think. Yeah. Um, I was 22 at the time and uh, 22, 23 and i was i was happy oh my gosh i could finally be in this relationship with somebody and be so happy and not have to hide it i can post it on social media i can come to the carnesadas and like (laughs) have my partner there and it was great everybody accepted me and um yeah and and i think again my dad and i even to this day never really had a a talk or conversation about my sexuality but He'd see my partner and he'd be talking to him all the time. And, mm-hmm. you know, we invite his family over and, and he's my dad's mingling with them. My dad is <laughs> not talking to nobody. He's, <laughs> gosh. But he's there and I'm just like, oh, like that made me happy, you know? Yeah. And um, 
yeah, I was so great, and I was finally like open, and I was finally mean. Oh my gosh, my bio has a rainbow flag on <laughs> it, and I am just so happy to be myself with my partner, and I'm um, I'm happy to finally um open I openly identify as gay, and mm-hmm. like, oh, it <sighs> took like yeah. 23 years of my life, Dude, but yeah. I finally <laughs> did it and afterwards oh my gosh my family's telling me like you should have told us earlier oh my gosh this is so cool like like gosh like i don't know why you didn't tell us like you know and oh my gosh like now it's just so great because all my family knows and Mm -hmm. there's nothing to hide and Mm -hmm. i can be who i want to be everywhere i go if I'm on social media, you know, I can be me. If I'm in person with my family, I can be me. If mm-hmm. I'm hanging out with my friends, I can be me. Like, yeah. oh, my gosh. Like, the journey is definitely scary. It's a huge jump. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. first jump is tough. But I just want people to know that, like, you have support, whether mm-hmm. you know them or not. I started learning about all these hotlines that you can call mm-hmm. and, you know, message or look up. And there's people out there willing to support you. And yep. I want to I want people to know, like, I'm one of those people. Yeah. I want to support these people who are going through the same thing because I know what it's like to feel like nobody's going to be there for you. Yeah. Well, um, it's funny that they're like, why? Why were you afraid? And it's like, well, because of you. <laughs> Like, yeah, yes. because of things you may not have realized you were saying when I was around, but you were saying these things and things you think that might not be openly like super homophobic, but they're like uh, underlying. underlying in what you say. And it's like, well, I'm, you know, I can pick up on that. And that's why it would be scary. <laughs> like, that's that's why, because you would talk like people would talk like that. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, family members would say these things and they would crack jokes and mm-hmm. they think it's funny. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's kind of like a jab. And mm-hmm. that's oh, yeah. why to them, they don't realize that. And they're like, why didn't you tell them? Like, mm, <laughs> you you kind of said things. Yeah. And to this day, um, they're still learning. Yeah. They still say some remarks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then they, they correct themselves. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's okay. Like, we're, 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 it's okay. It's new, but we're learning. I'm glad that you self correct yourself. Yeah. And you're not seeing a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this, it's, kind of underlined in our dna as a society to be homophobic internally like i had a lot of internal homophobia myself um and then uh it's kind of hard for them to break out of it especially in our culture from like you and i have a similar culture so so there's a lot of like misogyny toxic masculinity and a lot of underlying uh homophobia and like just like the thought of you know it not being gendered of like woman and man right it's such a big deal and it's gonna take people like you and i to break it down mm-hmm. people like you myself your brother like people mm-hmm. who are open to finally break that system mm-hmm. down because mm-hmm. it is just so generational it is and it's sad because it's just both genders and yeah. it you know and then now we have people who identify as uh not male or female mm-hmm. but you know they them mm-hmm. and now we we need to help them out. Mm-hmm. We need to make sure that we break this system down that completely just tries to categorize everything Every, yeah, yeah. and tell you how to act and how to live. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that it can't be that way. Mm-hmm. Nothing's black and white. It's rainbow. <laughs> yes, it is. I love that. Yeah. Wow, that was great. But that was a download. I'm deep. <laughs> but I, I see the changes, though, because I since I've come out, 
my family's so more open minded. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Same. The change mm-hmm. is happening. It's slow, yeah. but it's happening. Yeah, I think it's just like that initial big step that you mentioned that mm-hmm. is like the difficult part. But something that stood out to me about um, the wedding you went to mm-hmm. and how everybody kind of like accepted you. I feel like it falls under um, making it normal and yes. not making it a big deal. Yes. I feel like the way you normalize and the way you make it not a big deal um, will affect people's reactions. If, if we're like, you know, not owning who we are, yes. uh, then people are going to like sense that. Mm-hmm. But then, but if we are owning who we are and we make it normal, if they overreact or react in a different manner, they're the ones that like are going to get that like negative Mm -hmm. feeling around Mm. it rather than us yes you know when i had come out i was confident i was already ready to let lose family members Mm -hmm. and friends Mm -hmm. i was like if you're not on board bye bye. (laughs) yeah it's unfortunate but Mm -hmm. i can't carry this dead weight no more i'm finally trying to make myself happy and not others and yeah they I was confident. I went in there and I was confident. I was finally like meeting you. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. For anybody who doesn't know, I mean, if you didn't align my birthday being yesterday, I'm an Aries. So Jen and I are, we're out there. But, but um, no, yeah, I was confident. And like you said, yeah, they mm-hmm. seen that. They I made it normal. This is my partner. This mm-hmm. is who I am. Mm-hmm. Done. Done. Yeah. yeah. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. I do want to touch a little base on... Uh, sports and them being a little gay so (laughs) what's your take on that um sports are super gay (laughs) football basketball baseball they're all gay (laughs) they're all gay there's a lot of physical contact there's a lot of horseplay yeah Mm -hmm. that's gay even outside of the physical contact and horseplay a lot of it is you're trying to impress other men the entire purpose is to impress other men. Yeah. I yes. mean, I'm th- that's a, that's a stereotype that like women don't like sports, but like the main like women do like sports, but the main crux of it is you're trying to impress your coach, you're yeah. trying to impress your teammates, you're trying to impress the scouts who are also males. Like mm-hmm. it's a lot of uh <laughs> trying to put on a show for other men. There's literally guys idolizing another man mm-hmm. and having posters of them in the wearing room. shirts with their names on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, wanting, how is that not gay? Yeah. <laughs> wanting to look like them. Uh-huh. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. There's nothing. But, no. but it's gay. But it is gay. Yeah. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's so weird because then when I was in high school and then I didn't want to come out of gay, but then I realized like, huh, there's a lot of things going on in here. A lot of like, you know, you know, slapping, Dicks. slapping butt. Oh, gosh. <laughs> slapping asses and... Uh, and you know oh nice pecs bro and like yeah how did you work out and like you know checking each other out and i'm like hmm but i'm the one that yeah right i'm the one you're trying to avoid like okay did you ever feel did you i mean i don't not it's personal did you participate in that though like the horse playing and stuff or did you feel like you couldn't because you might have been found out i did but to an extent mm-hmm. yeah. you know i wasn't slapping no asses yeah. yeah i was like oh if i come out as gay later they're gonna think like i assaulted them or something mm-hmm. yeah that made them feel uncomfortable but mm-hmm. yeah like it was like a punch to the shoulder uh, yeah kind of mm-hmm. like a, a headlock or something like that mm-hmm. 
But yeah, I, to an extent, because I didn't want to make nobody else uncomfortable, which is weird because they didn't weren't gonna know that I was gay. But yeah, yeah. and they no, didn't care you, about making you uncomfortable. You, yeah, yeah, but, but you I, knew. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, that's, a, that's how you and I both felt. Like, yeah, like I'm like if a, if a female were to hold my hand mm-hmm. like before I was gay or before I came out as gay, mm-hmm. I I would feel weird yeah. or if they like sat on my lap. I would feel really awkward yeah. because I'd be like, "Fuck, this is uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> right uncomfortable." Because yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, like you're being self conscious. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the confusing of where's the boundary? Like, what's a friend touch and what's a more than friend touch? Right. You don't know what my intentions are, but well, I don't know. So it, <laughs> I think the <laughs> fact that you even questioned that should have been, or I personally should have been an indicator. Right. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, sports yeah. are gay. gay. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's we're, our hot take. Right. We're not attacking nobody no you know, you're you're you know it's just it is what it is yeah i mean Sorry. i just have a theory that everybody's a little gay i was actually talking to my brother about this the other day i was like i feel like everyone's a little gay he's like you think i'm gay i'm like a little bit <laughs> and he was like hmm. like oh gosh your brother loves tom brady <laughs> i know <Loves>. very questionable <laughs> No, just kidding, Anthony. If you're hearing this, I'm sorry. But yes, we're uh, not. We, we, yeah, I mean, you idolize a man and you're like, he's the greatest and thing like, to walk I, earth. Right. I want a poster of him in my room. Yeah. Like you said, we're uh, having mm-hmm. their names on our shirts. Mm-hmm. And gosh, he's so great. I love him. Yeah. yeah. He's your first pick in your draft and yes. everything. <laughs> but that's not gay? Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. That's pretty. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. but yes, sports are gay. Pretty, yes, pretty are. gay. Yeah. <laughs> it was there was something else we wanted to talk talk about. Athletes and sports. Oh yeah, athletes. talk about that. Yeah, athletes and sports. Keep it in the same story of um sports. Sports because oh my gosh, there again when I was still figuring out about coming out gay and like I love sports. I love sports so much. Oh my gosh, I do it. I tried it in high school. I did it. And then even to this day, I love playing sports. It's just who I am. I I love it, and it's just the whole thrill of it. Um, but when I was still trying to figure out about coming out gay, uh, I saw a lot of things of athletes coming out in, in, as gay. Michael Sam was a great college athlete who played football, and he was so good. He mm-hmm. was great. Everybody loved him. Uh, he was going to go high in the draft. You know, he was going to be the next guy, yeah. the next thing. And for those who don't know, Michael Sam eventually came out as gay. And he brought his boyfriend, which I think they may still be together, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, he brought him to the draft. He came out as gay. And the and it was breaking news. And the world was not ready. Mm-hmm. And he fell in the draft. Nobody wanted to play with him. Nobody wanted him in the locker room. And... It's sad. He didn't last long in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Not because he wasn't good. Not because of anything, injuries. He was gay. That's the NFL so, was not ready. Yeah, that's so fucked. It is. And it's mm-hmm. sad. Mm-hmm. And when I seen something like that, I did not want that to happen to me. Mm-hmm. And it's sad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where the fear kind of stems from. It's like seeing other people, you know, go through a tough yeah. experience just by being who they are. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like one of my fears and like lose their lifetime of work Mm -hmm. because they choose to like they choose to uh, express who they are Mm -hmm. you know 
and it that sucks yeah. yeah and i was thinking like well he's already great in college he's already gonna get drafted like there's nothing to question but mm -hmm. it's just his sexuality came to it and nobody liked it another guy was uh, jason collins he was a center in the nba and he played for the nets i think um, he came out as gay. He actually comes out on the show Love, Victor mm -hmm. um, on Hulu. Mm -hmm. um, they talk about breaking stereotypes. Mm -hmm. But he's he's uh, he came out as gay in the NBA. And if you don't watch basketball, there's a lot of throwing back in that sport. <laughs> you have to literally post your, your ass to another man's <laughs> groin to back up. It, back back it him up, up mm -hmm. to score mm -hmm. and, you know, post yourself up in the paint and, you know, make a basket. <laughs> and when he came out as gay, it made so many other athletes uncomfortable. Yeah. They did not want to do that to him. Mm -hmm. And at the time, when I still played with some of my friends, basketball, pickup games, they would make jokes about it. Mm -hmm. they'd be like they'd be backing up like look they're like what you're gonna, not gonna guard me now or what and i at the time i wasn't gay i didn't come out as gay but they still made remarks that made me at the time not want to come out as gay because of those remarks mm -hmm. backing it up and like oh man like look who i am I'm, J I'm i'm collins like because he's throwing his his ass back wow and uh and then oh he probably likes that mm -hmm. and i'm like hmm that's not okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, he probably likes that. And, you know, he's going to score all these points in the season because nobody's going to want to touch him. He's going to be throwing his ass back and then everybody's going to move out of the way. And then he, and when somebody has the ball, he's probably, it's probably not even his guy. He's just going to run up behind him. And it makes you question, like, like the homophobia, like yeah. Yeah. where it's stemming from. Is it stemming from internalized homophobia? Right. Yeah. Uh, is it? Yeah. I feel like a lot of the time it is mm -hmm. that. Um, that? Yeah. And it falls down to that theory that i have that everybody's a little gay. Right. i think it's also that are like are you afraid of being objectified like you objectify women mm -hmm. like it's it, all of a sudden because this person is gay doesn't mean they're automatically attracted to you you're not the center of their world just yeah. because this right. person has come out as gay yeah are you afraid of being you know you were fine touching each other and horse playing before but all of a sudden that there could be a sexual connotation to it now this you're like ah they're gonna you know they're gonna want to touch me like i objectify women <laughs> like, right it's okay for me to go to a bar and touch up a girl but when but yes. now you're afraid mm -hmm. that a man can touch you up yes. exactly yeah mm, is it because you're not you know mm -hmm. you're not that this dominant masculine mm -hmm. toxic man mm -hmm. like that's toxic masculinity. right toxic yeah. masculinity but <laughs> no yeah and just seeing athletes like that come out as gay and in mm -hmm. the sport not accepting them and sad to see their teammates not accept them and back them up it just added more to my fear yeah. of losing my friends and losing the ability to play the sports that i love yeah do you feel like it's gonna change or have you seen anything recent that has made you think that maybe there's hope for future athletes yes um if nobody knows or doesn't keep up with football uh, about last summer so before the the season started one of the players for the Ra Las Vegas Raiders, Carl Nassib, he's a D-end, came out as gay. Mm -hmm. He had a whole video and all his teammates supported him. Mm -hmm. And he played this year. Mm -hmm. He played a full season mm -hmm. um, and he was there on the field and all his teammates retweeted and quoted it. And were like, we love you, brother. And mm -hmm. thank you, you know, for, for, for being so confident to tell us and oh my gosh like can't wait to hit the field with you like Aww. and he yeah there was no issues and the whole sports center you know 
breaking news Carl Nassib comes out as gay you know you know gay athlete in the NFL about to play and all that stuff and it's still him mm-hmm. why, I mean, you know why do we I mean yes yeah. you know we want to get coverage to, for the world to see acceptance but at the same time you know he's just, he's still Carl Nassib he's yeah. still this great NFL player yeah. but the way that the world accepted him and his team accepted him and there was no issues mm-hmm. and he still played the whole season that gives me hope yeah. where do you th- or why do you think it was different with him times have changed the times yes yeah. i think as generations go on little by little we start having more open-mindedness with people i think back then when michael sam came out and um jason collins came out it was there was no representation it was still uh negative connotation attached to uh, members of the lgbtq community and uh the world they just nope we don't want it we don't want that we you know we're gonna have athletes shirtless and there's a lot touching and we don't want that and as time has gone on i think we've gotten great players who have gone to the sport great writers reporters who have gone into their profession and who are more open-minded and when they see something like this it's not negative it's positive Mm -hmm. it's embracement Mm -hmm. rather than uh rejection yeah i feel like also i saw coming out colton a few months ago and Mm -hmm. i feel like you know it it was good to see um like firsthand like a documentary a documentary style a film um or series about athletes because i feel like it's such a such a topic of like not discussion but Mm. like it's not as common as like it is in any other realm because Mm. it's so filled up with Mm. a lot of masculinity um but i think in that sense we're kind of walking towards you know a better path yeah and i feel like nowadays there there are people with power uh, representing us they're idols that are standing strong mm-hmm. and they have like you read their comments and there's so many negative things but they don't care mm-hmm. they do not care and we have idols who are the community and are standing strong and giving us that representation finally yeah like mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. um and with social media now everybody around the world can support them yeah and push them to to standards and you know push them above and beyond because we're like finally one of us has done it one of us has made it mm-hmm. yeah you know people come out as bisexual we love it we support it people come out as trans we love it we support it mm-hmm. um people come out as gay we love it we support it queer everything we we love support it we finally have a platform where we can help we can show them our love they're not alone mm-hmm. um yeah i think this slowly times are changing and and people are being held accountable Mm -hmm. now i think that's probably a a big part of the change that's happening now too is that people are finally being accountable for (laughs) their bigotry basically so it's you know it's helpful with people coming out is that they get to you, you have a team behind you that is helping you to succeed in that i think yeah yeah yeah, it's like we still got ways to go, but I feel yeah. like we're yeah. definitely walking in the right path. Yeah, I think the ways to go is that like we're happy that um, the one player you're talking about has a lot of support and his teammates supported him. But I, I not to be cynical, but I'm like that's the bare minimum. <laughs> the yeah. bare minimum would be to continue to play with him. It you is. know, it's but it's a step in the right direction. I think the the ultimate goal would be to come out and like okay, we like back to business kind of thing. Is yeah. you know, it's not doesn't. It doesn't have to be, oh, people accept me. It should just be, be. It <laughs> you ju- know. It should just be like, oh, 
here's that person yes that person yeah it's, like who they love has nothing to do with right. you know the value of a human like yeah. it, it it's just a normal thing it's human nature mm-hmm. right. um so i feel like you know i think there's more awareness and i feel like platforms like tiktok has have really really helped in holding people accountable yes mm-hmm. because i feel like people were not held accountable yeah. before and you got away with anything yeah. you said or did um but there was no cameras at the time we mm-hmm. didn't have our cell phones like how we do now we mm-hmm. couldn't hold them accountable and people were getting away with everything and it's sad because most of those people have power over yeah. others mm-hmm. and now everybody is being held accountable and that's good yeah because they're the ones that are holding the door closed for the rest of us mm-hmm. and now we're finally all coming together on twitter instagram tiktok and we are pushing down those doors mm-hmm. and we're finally getting representation and we're we're getting those rights that basic human rights like yeah. you said the bare minimum <laughs> yeah. yeah we're finally working towards getting that for everybody mm-hmm. yeah and i feel like the more awareness uh and the more exposure of being queer um it's being more accessible and it's and therefore it's making people feel more comfortable with coming out mm-hmm. at least yeah. that's how it was for me tiktok was a huge huge part of why i chose to come out it was a huge yeah, part same. for you mm-hmm. so i feel like that's important it's just seeing representation is the most i think empowering and most helpful beneficial thing in our community because mm-hmm. it makes people feel a little bit more comfortable with coming mm-hmm. out in the long run it's cool to see people and that and social media who are just like you or in the same community and you're like wow Mm-hmm. you read the comments people love this person yeah. like and we see each we see ourselves in each mm-hmm. other because like you're telling your story of mm-hmm. like being in that last hetero relationship mm-hmm. you were in and you're like i don't want to be 40 years old coming <laughs> out with kids that's literally where i was in right. my last hetero relationship and like you were in like you were part of my life in that relationship mm-hmm. and and that's exactly how i felt i was like i'm literally about to be engaged to this person and if i follow through with this i'm gonna be 50 years old with children married miserable because i missed out on a lifetime of being who i am right and and it's so great that like i our 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 existence helps each other Mm -hmm. because i also feel like since me coming out um my friends have become more open-minded and accepting mm-hmm. and see even that it's you you jenny's brother your friends it's all a generation of breaking that like machismo mm-hmm. like yeah. like toxic masculine it's all a group of people breaking that so hopefully when their fathers or if you want to be a father that they can pass that down to their kids that the that kind of language is not in the house so that their their kids if they are gay or feel more comfortable to come out and then it it Move, it, it moves out yeah it trickles and moves outward from there yeah. yes because then then their kids if they do want to have kids mm-hmm. have that mindset mm-hmm. and they share that with their friends mm-hmm. and then it just continues to grow but we are definitely moving in the right direction yeah so that's so good but mm-hmm. yeah um it's so crazy because when you when you had to come out jen mm-hmm. and you were telling me your story i was like wow <laughs> this is so similar it's so crazy mm-hmm. i I just, man, I wish we would have just like, gone through the, all that same. together. But it's just good to know that, I mean, sometimes you don't know. Some people are going through the same thing that you're going through. Mm-hmm. Um, and we inspire each other. You definitely yeah. inspired me. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you. You very much did. And it it just made me happy to see, like, I'm, 
I know this is like also the bare minimum, but I was really proud of my brother because I'm mm-hmm. like, fuck yeah. Like, yeah. like he was supportive and uh, it like makes me emotional just thinking about it. And, and I don't know, it just like makes me really happy that he was a safe space mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I just want to continue creating safe spaces for, for our community and yeah. for each other. Yeah, yeah. Just again, letting people know like you're not alone. Mm-hmm. We are here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I'm so glad how social media gives access to so many, so many people and their content because I wish when I was trying to figure things out, oh, yeah. TikTok was a thing and yeah. I would have exposure to, to people and it, their content. That's where the representation comes in is when you're a kid and people are telling you, you should like this, you should want to do this. And you're like, but I don't, now what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like when you don't know where to go right. from there, having some kind of representation or other peers to talk about it with, you could be like, oh, I'm not alone. I, I you know, it's normal for me to feel the way that, that I'm feeling and to try to figure this out. <laughs> like w- the re- representation is helpful is what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah. The entertainment um, market has finally given us representation. I remember watching Love, Simon. Mm-hmm. If you guys haven't seen it, it's about uh, a kid who in high school who comes out as gay. And, you know, it's the whole journey of itself. And so, yeah, he gets a little bit of, you know, backlash here and there. But his mom is Jennifer Gardner. And she says this beautiful thing where she's like, you were so happy before as a child. And all of a sudden you stop. And it's like you couldn't breathe again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you told us that you were gay, you finally, I heard your breath. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, oh, that's so true mm-hmm. because we are holding our breath, trying to make everybody else happy. And then, and, you know, and, and, and now the representation is even expanding more because in Love, Simon, his family accepts him and it's easy and it's going. Mm-hmm. And then they did Love, Victor. And that one's on Hulu. And that one's more in a Latino household. Mm-hmm. And he even talks about it. He's like, man, like it's all connected. Same universe, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, man, like I hate you, Simon, because your story was so easy. Mm-hmm. You had liberal parents who were open-minded. They end up loving you. And that's not the case for me. Mm-hmm. I live in a Latino household where it's all about religion. And I'm glad shows like that come out because now it even continues to help people like myself who grew up in that situation with these super religious parents and how tough it is. And it's just not that easy to have your parents accept you like that and your yeah. friends and yeah the entertainment uh, market with movies and actresses and actors and you know shows are we're finally getting that representation and you know i like to watch this show on netflix called queer eye like oh, oh my I gosh love, i love queer eye it's, i love jonathan it's so <laughs> great like we're just getting shows like that mm-hmm. and movies like that because now like you said like we sometimes we see stuff when we were growing up and we're like okay but i don't feel like that so now mm-hmm. what but mm-hmm. now we're seeing these different shows and movies and now we're like oh that's and podcasts yeah. yes and podcasts sorry <laughs> podcast shameless yes plug. <laughs> oh gosh uh, how can i forget no honestly your guys's podcast is great i think i posted it like a while ago on my story that's mm-hmm. like a safe space it's so great to Thank hear you, you guys mm-hmm. talking and, and uh be a voice for the community oh my gosh we needed this mm-hmm. we needed people like you guys to just talk about your stories and mm-hmm. you know giving us representation and being able to accept everybody because i know the the communities on a spectrum oh, yeah. it is there's no um specific categories Mm-mm. you are can be as fluid as you can be mm-hmm. and you guys make it very comfortable 
Mm, and that's thanks. so great. So I hope anybody listening to this, you share this with people who may need this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or if you need this for yourself, like you can understand this is a safe space. You guys can just listen to us and maybe relate to us. Give them a message. These girls are doing great. And like, oh, my <laughs> gosh. like I love you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like definitely definitely you guys are doing great work and i love that thank you so much Mm -hmm. thank you so much for being vulnerable and sharing your story today i'm so grateful to know you you are an earth angel you you. have a a heart made of gold and i'm just so grateful for you and um thank you so much of course thank you (laughs) thank you guys honestly for having me oh my god i've (laughs) been wanting to be on here forever i I think we also appreciate when you when you guys say that like i think you were the first one who followed me separately out of like any <laughs> listeners and i i didn't know who you were so i was like right. jenny like this person followed me they follow the podcast like oh my gosh like we're you know they're listening people are listening like and you're like that's my brother's friend and i was like oh i'm still really excited to have you <laughs> yes definitely but like it's just nice to i think a lot of the listeners make it make it joyous for us to like be able to keep going yeah and because i think you and i just both want to make it a safe space and Mm -hmm. there's no right or wrong way to be queer and you know and that's what we want to get out there is that everybody has a different story and we just want to hear them all yeah (laughs) that's the whole point of this podcast is Mm -hmm. amplifying queer voices Mm -hmm. everybody has a story to tell and everybody has someone that they could relate to so um, we're really happy that you were on because we really we want to diversify our guest yeah. list. Like, I, we really do. Um, so if uh, you are interested in being a guest in a future episode, please email us at onethingqueer at gmail.com. And I guess we'll do the socials. Oh, I was going to say one more thing. Oh. Like I always do. <laughs> Hold on. Let me tell my spot. Trademark. <laughs> I was just going to say, I think, it's, I think it's important that you're on because there's a stereotype where, you know, if you're manly man, straight man, you like sports mm-hmm. and like, people who are queer don't like sports and they it's too it's a masculine thing and for you to be somebody who's so you know who loves sports so much it's like no <laughs> like they're not it's not a we're not a monolith like no. you know there's right. different people who like different things and you can also like all the sports and still be gay and yeah. it's that's a completely normal thing yeah but i love that because I, I even grew up with like a father who's like pull your man card kind of thing like that's what he says and i'm like which is funny because like he would love talking sports with you but it's like you as soon as it you know uh, not now but in the past as soon as he realized like oh oh this person's gay he might be like oh whoa you like sports what and it's confusing so i think it's a good it's good to show that again we're not monoliths like people like different things and it doesn't mean certain things are gay or not <laughs> like it's yeah there's no stereotype with uh, like i mean there's there are like there's stereo- some. <laughs> there, there are some stereotypes a little bit but there, there are some stereotypes but it's like you can't tell who's gay and who's not mm-hmm. like yeah. you like you just love who you love yeah. and you can present in any which way you guys would not believe how many people told me you're gay mm-hmm that's so weird yeah i thought you were straight as an arrow uh-huh. somebody once told me that i was like wow <laughs> anyways <laughs> no yeah i 
definitely don't think I fit in that stereotype. I mm-hmm. love sports. Yeah. I can talk about sports <laughs> and all cars, day. Right? I love cars. I saw your car. I was it, like, I don't know cars. I was like, it's a red one. <laughs> I no, I was like, I think, I think Adrian's here. Oh, like, does it look like it goes room room? Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, like I love all those things: cars and mm-hmm. sports. And, mm-hmm beer and all these things you <laughs> all, know? These, the, all these things that people would categorize as like being super super man. masculine yeah. uh-huh. and oh this is a this is a straight man's thing to yeah. do. like no uh, <laughs> hi <laughs> you I can't like, claim that <laughs> right, i like these things too but i'm glad that you know oh my gosh we're all so diverse mm-hmm. yeah and we just let people know like there's not just one way to do this mm-hmm. and it, it's so satisfying like throwing, I love that. throwing people off like oh, that's so fun I yeah love that. <laughs> i love that <laughs> when, when you're like yeah yeah bro i like this and this and that and then <laughs> oh and by the way i'm gay right i'm like yeah man did you catch the game oh my gosh we'll be talking for like 30 minutes I'm like that was so good <laughs> He's like, yeah, yeah, man. He's like, maybe, maybe you and uh, you and your lady should come out with this. I'm like, oh, you mean me and my my boyfriend or me and my man? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, what? I love. Yeah, that. I'm I'm gay. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> 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 Reverse card. Thank <Yeah>. you. <laughs> I love it. No, but it's good because then you know you give people exposure to different mm-hmm, yeah. um to such the diversity and mm-hmm. they start to break that stereotype of like mm-hmm. oh well if you're gay you have to have rainbows and unicorns yeah. and all these mm-hmm. other yeah. that's a negative stereotype that type is. that has been in media is that you know you have to be this and you have to be into drama and you have to yes. be into drag queen stuff like it's mm-hmm. you know not, not everyone who's gay likes that stuff or like yeah. other things that would be stereotypical yeah because i definitely played a role when i was trying to figure out um who i was i was like i don't really like things like that yeah. mm-hmm. i'm not very like that's not who I am. That's not how I dress. That's not how I dress. I don't dress like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm not gay, or mm-hmm. I don't talk like that. They mm-hmm. told they, people tell me or in movies that if I'm gay, I need to talk a certain way. Mm-hmm. That's that's not who I am. But no. it just it you know we're we're finally breaking those stereotypes here and there. And then the movies that you see and the shows that you see, the media representation you see, you just see such great diversity. And now we're finally getting there. Like I said, and we're breaking from the stereotypical you need to act this way talk this way look this way mm-hmm. and then you're gay yeah 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 we're finally breaking that but yeah, yeah. i definitely break the stereotype guys so <laughs> i love it yeah <laughs> we love to see it yeah <laughs> on that note yeah. i guess we'll do the socials all right um what was it <laughs> i forgot how i started <laughs> um you could follow us at one thing queer on instagram that's our podcast instagram sorry (laughs) i don't know what's wrong with me um and my personal instagram is specs ray x and my personal instagram is at jenny lynn bouton and adrian this is your time to shine oh my gosh i had to pull it up right here because i never (laughs) remember it you guys can follow me on instagram it's it's just adrian literally just like that with two a's in the end and then if you guys want to you can follow me on twitter it's the same thing it's just adrian and we'll link it in the show notes. Yeah. For yes. Everyone. Thank you guys. Cool. Thank you so much you for, for coming here. on. Of course. It was, it was so beautiful hearing your story. And I learned a lot about you today. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm just forever grateful. We're for, forever grateful to having you on. Thank yeah. you both for having me on. I appreciate it so much. Hopefully you guys bring me back again. <laughs> Anytime. We will. <laughs> Anytime. But uh, 
yeah everybody who's listening to this give a follow to the personals give a follow to the page and share share the word this is a safe space for you guys and we want everybody to feel welcomed and just go ahead if you just need to listen to one episode give them a try they are both great and <laughs> you're gonna fall in love with them right away thank you Thanks. you're welcome <laughs> all right i guess that's gonna wrap it up for this week's episode of yep. one thing queer and we will see you again next tuesday yeah. okay Bye. Bye. <laughs> Graphics by BexUniverse.co. Music by Jacody.